Check out Macy's Cyber Monday specials now while supplies last for great savings on holiday gift ideas like designer names you know they'll love. Now 40 to 60% off. And women's boots and shoes to finish the look 50 to 60% off. And upgrade your bedroom for cooler nights with cozy flannel bedding quilts and accessories from Martha Stewart Collection now 65% off. Plus, Macy Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Happy Labor Day weekend. Well, at this point, Labor Day weekend's over. Welcome, and thank you for downloading another episode of the Retro Gamers. Larry here. And Anthony here. <laughs> Ant, you sound tired. I'm not tired. What no. are you talking about? Oh, wait. I'm the one that's extremely I'm... tired. I'm sorry. Yeah, no. I'm, 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 just, I'm just keeping a lower volume because uh, <laughs> I, have, I have a guest here. Oh, okay. <laughs> keeping, you, keeping it at a lower register. Uh, yeah, right, well, you know, but, you know, voices can do that. They very, go up and down in, very in volume. With, with, well, with the exception of yours. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm always loud. Um, at work, actually, people would complain because when I talk on the phone, I actually talk loud. Like, I purposely yell because I want to make sure the person on the other side of the phone hears me. And that has caused issues <laughs> at work where nice. um, it's just too loud. Like, even one time I was on, we used to have pre-recorded intros if you called in. Yeah. Um, so we didn't have to say the same thing over and over and over again. And I was on like three people's intros because I was so loud in the background. <laughs> oh, my God. That's terrible. Oh, and it's... makes sense. Well, I'll just let you know that when I get fitted for my first hearing aid, the bill's coming to you. <laughs> <laughs> Works. Um, I'll uh, I'll see what I can do on that. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm the tired one. We played last night. We played Friday the 13th. On Xbox One, and uh, I didn't stop playing until about twelve thirty, and then from that point on, I was just up and wide awake. Oh uh, yeah, and see when when I play on my side, it's not so bad because when we finished, it was nine thirty. Exactly, exactly. And um, fun game though. I actually had a lot, I had a lot more fun that time around playing than uh, than the first time we played, probably because it was the first time we played. Well, yeah, I was gonna say I think this time around we were we were actually better. Yeah, well, most of us were. So, yeah, well, most of us were. <laughs> And um, so, sorry, Frank. Yeah, <laughs> Frank from the better half didn't fare so well, but he's learning. He's learning. Yeah, it just ta- it just takes time. The best I, 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 I did enjoy I did enjoy though snapping his neck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was that was that's always fun. <laughs> yes. Um, what I really like, and I and I knew they what happened because there was so many glitches and issues with Friday Thirteenth. What they did was the company released a, a skin, if you will, for Jason that's eight bit Jason. I mean, he's not 8-bit. I think it would be awesome if he was actually 8-bit in the game. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would be funny. <laughs> but it's it's the color scheme, that perp, that horrible purple color scheme. So you can that's accessible in the game. But what I didn't realize when I was playing yesterday, I thought was awesome while I was cowardly hiding underneath the bed for 20 minutes, is when 8-bit Jason comes near you, it plays the, the 8-bit music from Friday the 13th, the NES game, which I thought was awesome. Yeah, that was great for me too because I was confused because I'm like, wait, is is the is the game glitching? Is something wrong with the music? <laughs> no, no, 
it's Jason and he killed me because <laughs> I was like I was just I just had no idea what was going on. <laughs> so uh, kudos to the makers of Friday the Thirteenth, the game for uh, adding that little uh, that little uh, nuance to it. Very very good. Yeah, it was a nice touch. It was definitely awesome. a nice touch. Um, other than that, uh, my uh, my Labor Day weekend's uh, slow and steady and quiet, which I absolutely love. So, oh well, well, lucky you. Mine yes. is loud and obnoxious and busy. <laughs> <laughs> I have um, uh, my my cousin Mike, who um, you met at the uh, or well, you've met him before, yeah. well, you know. But uh, he was at the Retro Gaming Expo. Mm-hmm. He's uh, visiting LA for the first time. Oh wow! Okay. So, so I'm trying to show him around. Uh, the little snafu with that is that we're dealing with triple digits yeah, in terms of temperature, rough. and it's just gross outside. And not only are we dealing with the triple digit weather, we're also dealing with uh, humidity, which is foreign here in LA. So uh, well, also we don't usually get isn't no, we don't usually L- get a lot of humidity. No, so. I was gonna say, isn't like half of LA on fire right now anyway? Uh, yes, and actually, when I go outside, I can see it. Re- is, oh my which, god! Which, which, which is very reassuring. Oh um, man. I'm, I'm, I am getting texts from people asking me if I'm safe. Oh well, be um, be so safe. As, yes, as of this recording, I am good. We'll see good. what hap- we'll see what happens by the time this episode drops. <laughs> <laughs> well, by the time we're done recording, <laughs> by the time we're done recording, I'll be like, Larry, we're gonna have to cut this short because I gotta I gotta evacuate. So, <laughs> you're um, as you're running with your laptop. Being the professional that you are, still recording. Exactly. Yes, we're, I'll be talking about retro video games as you see the fires in the background. <laughs> it's like people leave. Oh, I, I can joke uh, about. Leave, it. I know you can't. No. Never mind. So yeah, let's, <laughs> let's leave it there. But um, save your games. Uh, but, but yeah. So anyway, so my, my cousin's here. Um, he's visiting. So which I'm trying to do things with him while trying to stay indoors as much as possible <laughs> because it's so damn hot. Um, so we hit up, uh, like we hit up Hollywood Boulevard yesterday and I showed nice. him all two blocks of that famous yeah, that area. Short, yeah. What? It's a short area. Yeah. Oh, it's a very short area. And then, um, uh, I took him over to Game Dude. Oh, is, sweet. Yep. Went to, oh, actually we went to Amoeba Music and then Game Dude. Oh. Um, cause, uh, Amoeba is one of the other great, uh, famous places that I love going shopping. Okay. Uh, and I wound up buying like 30 comic books and, uh, and, uh, one Xbox 360 game. I think, oh. uh, but it, but, but in, in retro honor, it was the Namco classics game. Oh, cool. Uh, okay. Which was really cool. Uh, I'm sorry, not 360 original Xbox. So oh, wow. Uh, original Xbox. Yeah. We'll yeah. And it. It, it, because they're, they're used games. They were pretty cheap. So I got it for like five bucks. Um, oh, not and, at all. Uh, then we hit up Game Dude um, because I wanted to show him that place, and he loved it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I wound up, uh, and of course, I couldn't leave Game Dude without buying something. <laughs> What'd you get? So, uh, so for the original NES, mm-hmm. I picked up Gauntlet. Okay, Gauntlet Two. Mm, all right, um, and uh, Solomon's Key. Oh, nice. I love that game. That is such a sleeper hit. Like I don't think a lot of people know about it. No, I know. It's such a great game. Uh it's a, you know, uh for people who don't know um Solomon's Key, it's a pu- it's a puzzle game. Mm-hmm. Um and it's basically um you basically escape the room kind of game and you know there are different challenges, but you have to find uh you have to find a key to open the door and basically go through the door. Um, but there are, you know, all types of obstacles in your way that you need to overcome. It's it just a just a really great game. I never beat it. No, neither um, have I. I never come it's, close to it. Yeah, and it's on 
is it on the it's on the Fam- famicom the mini it's famicom the mini, yeah it's on the mini famicom which is awesome um but i wanted the original nes oh cartridge. yeah i don't blame it as I, as I as i continue to build my collection i don't blame it. it's also available on the virtual console i, I downloaded it for the vir- on the wii virtual console but you're right there's there's something about having the the, the original cartridge uh which i'll yeah. talk about in a moment uh which is which is really really sweet Definitely cool. And let's not talk about Wii's because you know, my anger for Nintendo just increases <laughs> with every waking moment. Did you just get a Wii? Um, yes, I did get a Wii. Um, I got a Wii and uh, I ordered it off of uh, Amazon um, Amazon Warehouse. Okay. Which Amazon – it still has the Amazon guarantee. Mm, nice. So, um, so I ordered a Wii and I never owned a Wii. Like w- the Wii is the best-selling like console of all time. And it was one of the only systems I never owned because <laughs> I didn't like the concept of standing in my living room with a controller and playing a game I mean, like like bouncing around my living room. Not every game. game, but I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. Well, it's kind of how I felt when I got I got the Kinect for 360 and I used it maybe twice because I'm like, OK, I don't, I don't want to do this. <laughs> I just want a controller in my hand. So anyway, so I finally bought a Wii because I wanted to play some games on the Wii and I want to get the regular, you know, get the regular controller to play them. But of course. Wii gets here. Um, no controller. Oh, wow. And it's guaranteed to come with a controller. Whoa, so, oops. So um, con- I contact Amazon, <clears throat> and like, 30 minutes later, after being put on hold, they gave me a $10 refund. Honestly, that's what they do. It's ridiculous. Yeah, so they gave me 10 bucks to go out and get my – they're like, here's $10. Go get your own damn controller. <laughs> Great. Thank you. Um, so I bought, I bought one at uh, – I, <laughs> I bought one at <laughs> um, Game Dude, but – the used controllers were like twenty bucks, but then they had third party new controllers for twenty five. Whoa. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. Oh, and the, the used ones were like twenty bucks, but only for like the controller, not the nunchuck. Oh, the okay, I gotcha. But then for twenty five you were they had a third party one that you had the you got the, the, the whole thing. Yeah. But the problem with the third party one was that they were like metallic colored. Ooh. So it was like you can get metallic silver or blue or pink, <laughs> and I'm looking at them and I'm like, God, I can almost see my reflection in these. Yeah, things. that's a little. Those are a little rough. I can't believe so they're got, still expensive. Those controllers. I know. So I bought the metallic silver. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that so that's my that was my Wii experience, and even when uh, which is funny too because we we've been complaining about Nintendo for a while the last couple of weeks. Well, um, one and of us. even when and even when. Um, I'm buying something not directly from Nintendo. I'm still getting screwed by Nintendo because <laughs> I did not get a controller in my friggin' box. <laughs> and then, then to top it all off this week, mm-hmm. as if Nintendo hasn't wronged us all enough, <laughs> um, my Wii U experienced what apparently, after doing some research, I found is called the black screen of death. And I've never heard of that for the Wii U. Never heard of it either until I until it happened. Until you, oh my gosh. Yeah, so black screen of death on the Wii U um, is just yeah. I'm though it's my Wii U turns on my um, the uh, the controller, the gamepad, whatever that mm-hmm. turns on, and I get a screen, but no video shows up on the TV. And when I try to play a game through the gamepad, it can't connect to the console anymore. Oh, so, the, so the controllers don't the controllers don't connect to the console. And there's no video on the screen. So now I have to contact Nintendo and see how much it'll cost to repair it. And then they'll t- they'll give me a price and then I'll be like, yeah, I can buy one brand new for that <laughs> price. So screw you. Make sure Wii- you have a toothbrush with you. Yes. Oh, oh God. That, that was the stupidest thing ever. <laughs> 
My Switch controller is not working. Sir, do you have a toothbrush? Um, what? General, yes. <laughs> I do, but not, not, not for what I think you want me to do. <laughs> <laughs> and what I'm going to tell you to do with it. <laughs> exactly. So, so um, yeah, so so hasn't been a great Nintendo week. No, it's but been I am, rough for you. I am happy to report that the, the Game Dude games I bought all work. Good. Excellent. Excellent. And, and the other thing I also find humorous. Nintendo was always infamous – not infamous, but Nintendo was always famous for consoles with longevity. I mean I put those three NES games in my original Nintendo from the 80s that Mm -hmm. I still have. Like I've had it for over 30 years. Put them in my original Nintendo and it takes a little little maneuvering, blowing into it, whatever it is. Um, And all the games work fine. Um, Ironically enough, I don't have to push the cartridge down into the Nintendo. They just sit up. Really? And they work. Yeah, I have no idea why. But, oh, man. But regardless of that, um, the games work, right? Yeah, man. And I've never never had an issue with the Super Nintendo, never had an issue with the N64 or my GameCube. But now the new systems, the Switch, <laughs> controller problems, the Wii U, black screen of death. Okay, like, I don't know what's going on, but... the. the Problems. <laughs> That's the problem. Nintendo's starting to join the ranks of Microsoft in that red ring of death. Oh. Why am I get, speaking of, why do I get all the death? Yeah, things? your, uh, your systems suck. Yeah, well, well, the Xbox was your fault. <laughs> hey, that did not happen under my watch. Yeah, well, that was your system. You gave it to me, and what, not even a week later, it, it was dead. At the point of purchase, it was no longer my system. <laughs> yeah, you know, most people have a warranty, so I should I should have returned it to your ass. <laughs> hey, you won out on that one. You ended up getting a new a new Xbox anyway. That's actually true. I did win out. Brand new Xbox. <laughs> Thank you, Larry. You're welcome. But, See? That's but, what friends um, But yeah, I mean, I, yeah, Nintendo systems aren't as uh, durable as they used to be. Um you know, I think they're all starting to slowly go the way of the Virtual Boy. <laughs> um, that, that, you know, that could be the and, case. Uh, let's face facts. And their facts. crapness. What? <laughs> I wouldn't say that. But um, the, you know, you're right. You know, the, the longevity, I think it's because it's not all those optics and stuff. You know, with the Nintendo, the Super Nintendo, it's just hardware. It's just pure hardware. And, you know, I bought the NES at the Expo, and I think they, whoever sold it to me, and I'm not complaining. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. But I get, you know, it sounds like they worked on it or felt like it worked on it. Uh, you know, it must have been new connectors, maybe, uh, because when I tried to put the cartridge in, it was very, you know, just difficult to get in, extremely difficult to get out, and mm-hmm. it just really wasn't working that well. And that could be through through time, just naturally. But this Retron HD that I bought from Amazon for like forty yes. bucks is amazing the do tell i will because uh, i even used it yesterday i know um, you will yeah the the <laughs> retron the retron one eight retrons uh have been around for a while a few years now and they've been known to be these like multi-cart systems that would play like the first one you were able to play Nintendo and Super Nintendo, then Nintendo Super Nintendo Genesis, and then so on and so forth. And then the Retron Five came out, which played almost everything that wasn't CD based, short yes. of Turbo Graphic. Uh, but this one went back, and it was kind of a, a result of the the NES Classic and, and the problems it had with with availability. The Retron HD One is an HDMI NES system, basically. Because the patent for the NES systems, actually a patent for a lot of these systems, 
ran out. So companies are legally allowed to make them now. And what it is, it plays off the cartridge. You know, a lot of these systems, you put the cartridge in, but it still rips the it downloads. Yeah, yeah it and, rips the yeah, ROM and turns. Yep. Yeah, so you're not really playing on the cartridge anymore. But this system for only forty bucks still plays off the cartridge. And not only that, the games look crystal clear because of the HD hookup. Yesterday, I played Contra. I live streamed Contra, which you can find on the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Retro Gamers Podcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, my goal was, you know, I've beat Contra was the first game I've ever beaten, period. Uh, but admittedly, back then I used the Konami code. So after all these years, finally getting the game again at the at the uh, the expo, I figured let me now try and beat the game regular without the Konami code, and that's what I set out to do. And amazingly, I found it easier to beat that game than I did Super C. And really? They're both. Pre- oh yeah, Super C took me like almost an hour, maybe a, l- oh, wow. a little over an hour to beat this one. I and I haven't played this Contra in a long, long time. Super C, at least I had virtual consoles and everything even before the NES Classic came out. <clears throat> but Contra, this one, um, I I beat it in. Granted, I did a practice run before I streamed, but even then, I didn't beat it then. But this one, I beat in about uh, less than forty minutes. Ah, that's awesome. Uh, oh, no, it was cool. And again, it was old school. I used maybe three continues, uh, which was good because I didn't have to, like, circle back. I didn't use so many continues that I circled back, you know, to the beginning of the game. And uh, it's just as difficult, don't get me wrong, as it was before. But being able to beat the game on the original cartridge, not not my original cartridge, but an original, yeah, maybe my original cartridge, who knows? Yeah, you, you never know. <laughs> Was just it just brought me back to to when I first beat it when I was like six or seven maybe seven or eight actually uh, and then I remember I was so hyped up by beating it we ended up getting pizza that night which was the which was uh, like the specialty that was, that, thing in that my was house celebratory it thing. was it was I was also all hyped up and everything oh my god it was like I was on speed I was so happy but this retro well, that's, that's that's because you never you never you never beat games normally usually well, you just like you know walk away from them because I was through. like. Eight at the time, but now and you know it's funny you say that. I'm starting to beat more games. I beat Mega Man on Game Boy recently, so now I'm starting to actually take my time and start to beat these games. Uh, well, that, that only took thirty so years. Th- there may be some more uh, live playthroughs. But Uh-oh. going back to this Retron, if if you don't have a Nintendo, but for some reason you have you have Nintendo games, or even if you have a Nintendo, in all honesty. And you just want something a little bit more modern. For $40, there's a black console and a gray console. The gray console is more expensive, probably because it's the, kind of the same color scheme as the original NES. But even at like 50 bucks, this thing is so well worth purchasing. Because you can hook it up through HDMI. You can hook it up through AV cable if you need to. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can set it to NTSC, to PAL. Again, 720 output. It's now, just... Oh, and it put one more thing. It use it comes with a controller, obviously, but it will. And I haven't tested yet. I should. It will take and use original NES controllers. Oh, that's cool. So, and probably NES peripherals at that but point. If I can my, my question is, what the, what's the difference between? Uh, um, I'm assuming the difference is the, the between the Retron One. Mm-hmm. The Retron 3 plays NES, Super NES, and Genesis, but mm-hmm. is it that one's not HD? Is that composite? 
Yeah, I believe. Yeah, I think this is the first one. Uh, well, maybe the Retron Five was HDMI, but this that those early ones definitely were not HDMI, as far as I know. Okay. Uh, yeah, the HDMI makes it a world of difference. Uh, the, right. the, yeah, it, because like because for a while I was looking at the Retron Five mm-hmm. because you know you can play like ten different systems on it. Oh yeah, a ton of them. And I thought that was awesome because it's like okay, I just have to have that hooked up. And that was before I decided to do, you know, my retro game collecting. And now I just have all my consoles out because I'm like, ah, you know, whatever. Oh, of course. Um, I, you know, I, I like, I, I like, I like, um, I like playing them on the original systems. You know, it's I like, blame even you. though, even though my cousin's laughing at me because like I can't get games to work like first time out. He's like, he's like, all your <laughs> systems are breaking, and I'm like. I know. I don't. They're old. Leave me alone. <laughs> which, which I basically say to people all the time when they talk to me. What? Uh, in general, these like days. just like we are, we're old and we're breaking down. So are these yeah, systems. We're, we're old. Leave us alone. Okay. <laughs> that 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 that's the motto of the retro gamers. Uh, <laughs> but um, but uh, yeah, uh, I was I was itching about getting the retron 5 for that reason where it's just like there were you know you can just play everything on it more or less or every, you know a lot like 10 different retro systems which is oh, great absolutely. the retron 3 is s video or composite av so it's definitely not oh my god s video yeah honestly does anything have s video anymore i don't think i don't think i've ever even owned anything period with s video i like never that? saw anything originally with s video Check out Macy's Cyber Monday specials now while supplies last for great savings on holiday gift ideas like designer names you know they'll love. Now 40 to 60% off. And women's boots and shoes to finish the look 50 to 60% off. And upgrade your bedroom for cooler nights with cozy flannel bedding quilts and accessories from Martha Stewart Collection. Now 65% off. Plus, Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Check out Macy's Cyber Monday specials now while supplies last for great savings on holiday gift ideas like designer names you know they'll love. Now 40 to 60% off. And women's boots and shoes to finish the look 50 to 60% off. And upgrade your bedroom for cooler nights with cozy flannel bedding quilts and accessories from Martha Stewart Collection. Now 65% off. Plus, Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. I did one – I forgot I did one thing with S-Video. I don't remember what it was <laughs> though. It might have been Sega CD. Really? That had one? I think so. Uh, not, you know, I'm That's to... okay. It took, it, took my cousin, it, it took my cousin yesterday to remind me that the original NES has composite on it. It I does. I completely forgot. Yeah. I have it hooked up to my TV with the, with the old school <laughs> like, through the antenna cable thing. Well, He's that's... like, oh, no. it. He's like, no, he's like, they have composite on the side. I was like, yeah, I was like, duh. I was like, completely forgot about that. That's what I did. I went out and I bought a composite cable for the NES that I bought from the from the from the show. Yep. And that's how I oh, ended which, up looking it up. Oh, oh, and by the way, you'll you'll be happy to know because I'm desperately searching for um uh selectors because I have so oh. many systems hooked up. Um there is an eight in one composite selector. Really? On a- on Amazon, hmm. which will, which is going into my basket today, <laughs> because I, you know, it's funny. I counted my systems on what would need composite, and I, I and of course, I came up with nine. <laughs> <laughs> of course, <laughs> but still, eight and one. No, that's huge. That's literally and huge. On, and, and and it was only I think twenty or thirty bucks. Oh, it's not bad at all. Nope. So I will be purchasing that today. <laughs> Good. It's those HDMI switches. Those are the humps to find that work properly. Yeah, 
I, I, yeah, I mean, the, I mean, they're, it's not that they're bad. It's not that they're hard to find. It's just that they're expensive. No, they're expensive, which is understandable, but I can't find one that just, like, they're all, like, automatic switches. We've talked about this before. They all yes. automatically switch, and the systems nowadays, like, they're always on, pretty much. So there's always a little bit of juice flowing through the HDMI, that which would cause the switch, not not the Nintendo Switch, but the HDMI switch, to change to another system, like, in the middle of watching something. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know, and it's, you know, and then every time, like, yeah, every time I want to, like, turn on a system i have to switch i have to go to the hdmi switch and fix it because whatever system is the dominant one with the most juice yeah exactly it just automatically it automatically sits on that one exactly. until you turn on the other system is this another it's complaint crazy. for you for nintendo that we can't even talk about an hdmi switch without calling it an hdmi switch now yeah they you know what nintendo can go to hell <laughs> the uh just to, this, is, to, this is just a general blanket statement until they clean up their act just well <laughs> I guess we're not going to the Nintendo World Championships. <laughs> uh, you know what? I, I, that well, that was that was already established for me when I went to the qualifier <laughs> last week. The uh, the Retron and Five. Besides, besides, I'm closer to Seattle, so I can go to Nintendo this headquarters. This is true. And start complaining to them, and then they'll probably offer me a job. Um, <laughs> and then Donkey Kong will come out and just throw you out. Yeah, but, well, no, he'll throw a barrel at the, um <laughs> Just to answer your question from <laughs> that's earlier. How you get to, that's how you get to the president's yeah. office. You go up, <laughs> Reggie you, go Fisa, up floor, you go up every floor of the NES headquarters with barrels getting thrown at you. <laughs> oh, we, 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 don't, we don't have elevators. We have ladders. What? <laughs> <laughs> Some weird gear system. The uh, Retron. Some his wife stands on a platform all day. <laughs> <laughs> the Retron 5, just to answer your question, is HDMI compatible? And it also has this cool adapter for it. So not only does it play like the 10 or so systems already, you can buy an adapter to add three more systems to it because you can get a, an adapter that will play Game Gear, Master System, and Master System card games. Ooh. So, and that's right from Retron. Uh, from Hyperkin is actually the name of the company. Yeah. Holy so... cow, but that thing's 100 bucks. That's more expensive yeah. than the Hyperkin. Oh, it's only it's down to 100 this no, this this adapter, the retron oh, the itself adapter. is like one fifty. But I'm yeah, looking at say, I'm looking at Hyperkin's another website. One fifty, and that's fine with me. They even have the Superboy. That's another one I may have to purchase. Oh yeah, I remember the Superboy. Yeah, the Superboy that uh, they still sell that. How much is that? Hundred bucks. All right, I can deal. Yeah, way to go. So, so Hyperkin's going to be the way to go if you if if you don't have the. Um, you know, the old systems where you can't find an old working, properly working system. Hyperkin's doing it good, man, with these with these systems. And I will preach to the end. Wow, look at that monster. I will... I'm looking at the uh, the, the composite uh, Switch 8 and 1. That is isn't, just isn't, a lot. Isn't it, isn't it beautiful? It is good. It truly is. That is, a, that is a thing of beauty, especially the way the front I'm, looks, too. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm signing into Amazon as we speak <laughs> so I can order it. <laughs> Make sure you get... If I don't do it right now, I'm gonna forget. <laughs> Make sure you get the uh, the four year protection. Four years? Hey, you never know. Who do they think they are? <laughs> Nintendo? I don't oh. need four year protection. <laughs> they have a five port HDMI switch. Let's see, it's oh, an man. Yeah, it's just it's all now like especially if you have all these consoles, it's all about getting splitters. It's like how big can a splitter be so I can get my stupid thing? You know, oh, uh, all my systems hooked up. Automatic decoding. Yeah, that's not gonna work. Sorry. All right. Well, but, um, uh, yeah, but yeah, I'm, so so I'm very happy your Retron One HD uh, One is functional. Yes, and not only uh, that, I, I was know, I, I know you have a history of systems not being functional when you buy them. Oh, absolutely. Um, at, at, mine mine take a little while before they break. <laughs> um, 
And also, you know, I'm I'm really happy to hear that uh, that it's that solid of a system. Now, the big question is, before we move on from this topic, is do you have to blow into the cartridge to get it to work? No. <laughs> no. Uh, well, to be fair, I when I read uh, like a couple years ago, it was actually it was detrimental to the system to blow to blow into the cartridge. I, I stopped doing that. So, in all honesty, what I do is if 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 a cartridge isn't working properly, I I mean, I know I'm supposed to get alcohol with it, but I just been using I just get a Q-tip and just vigorously rub the connectors and eh, most of the time it works. I've been uh, staying I, away from blowing into it. Thank, I try to make that a habit in my life. Uh after what you just explained, I'm really happy everybody knows when they listen that this is about retro gaming. <laughs> that, that 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 explanation could have gone in a that's, that could have been interpreted a completely different way. <laughs> The, Just saying. But also, also the Retron, I haven't – actually, it's funny. The the one time so far that the game didn't really boot up properly was when I was trying to b- try a game to test out right for one of our segments here. And all it really did was just gave just a black screen. Uh, that was it. I just – really, I just popped it out, put it back in, and it started working again. So it even, I think, cuts back on a lot of that issues that may have been result of the system. Oh, okay. So – that's awesome. Absolutely. The controller is comfortable. I may, have to, I, may have to, I may have to get one of those. The controller is cool because the controller is pretty much the same size as an NES controller. Um, I guess they designed it a little differently to stay away from copyright yeah, because, like, the bottom like the bottom corners, d- design-wise, are kind of, like, cut out. It's a little weird to explain, but it's cool. But on the back of it are, like, these two almost, like, grips on the back of the controller. Which I'm makes sorry. it. I'm, I, I'm sorry. I'm slightly distracted because I'm hearing helicopters nearby. Oh boy. Which, so we may have to record faster. What? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this is going to be a uh, this is going to be a hell of an episode uh, down the road. Here come the flames. <laughs> yes, honestly. So, uh, so yeah. So the controller is really ergodynamic as well. I guess if that's a word. So, um, I believe it is. <laughs> Um, and in the meantime, I'm sending you information on a five-port HDMI switcher, which has a remote. So that way you don't have to climb behind your TV to switch yeah, the but damn thing. Th- uh, does it automatically switch? Why won't it let me open this link? Oh, there it goes. I, well, see, to me, it doesn't matter if it automatically switches. Oh, that was switches. what I was just looking as at. Long- yeah, it doesn't matter if it automatically switches to me as long as I have a remote. Because for me, I always put the switch, the, the, the splitter behind the television because I don't want it, like, hanging out. So okay, um, this thing is normally a hundred bucks and it's on sale for nineteen dollars. Yeah, which is why I want to buy it. <laughs> so good luck on that one. Hey, it's got look, it's got a four star review. That's good enough. It does. No, it's the six hundred fifty auto- customer reviews. That's pretty <laughs> solid. Be careful, even with I've had ones with the remotes, they still switch sometimes automatically. So just be careful of that. I will live with that. All right. And with that being said, go to Amazon, look up the Hyperkin Retron HD1 or HD or 1HD, whatever it's called. Definitely purchase one. It is well worth it. And trust me when I tell you, even if you have an NES, it's just a nice upgrade. It's a safe upgrade, and you're going to absolutely love it. Not only that, it worked perfectly with the streaming device that I use when I streamed yesterday for Contra. And it just hooked right up because of the HDMI, and it was beautiful so go out 
to Amazon and check it out. And let us know what you think. Put your posts, put your comments at the Retro Gamers uh, Facebook page, even at Instagram, at the underscore Retro Gamers, because I have a picture of my Retron uh, on there. And uh, let me hear what you say if you have one, even if with the old other Retrons. Let us know what it's all about. And uh, you will bring your old gaming into the present. All right, so uh, we're going to move on to this week's Wacky Retro Game. And, um, I like this yay. segment. This is a fun segment. Um, uh, yay. And, uh, Larry, I know it's uh, Superhero September, yes. right? So we're going to be we're gonna be doing live stream for Superhero September. So I thought a great Wacky Retro Game would be um, for this week to do something superhero-related. Okay. And I'm not talking the general, like, you know, the, the Marvel DC kind of games because they're not, they're not necessarily wacky. Hmm. I'm talking about something that was completely created on its own. So okay. this week's Ratchet, Wacky retro game mm-hmm. is called Captain Novalin. Yes, I've played this. Okay, so okay, so Captain Novalin was released on the Super Nintendo in 1992. It is an educational platform video game starring a superhero, Captain Novalin, who has, just so happens to have type 1 diabetes. <laughs> I don't know why I find that funny. <laughs> the game, the game uses well because you never, you don't hear that about video. Games no, not really. at all. Not the game uses a two D side scrolling gameplay, and um, the concept is Captain Novalin is the only one who can stop the evil aliens known as Blubberman um, and rescue the diabetic main, uh, mayor of Pineville who was kidnapped by the aliens. <laughs> now, throughout the game, Captain Novalin has to avoid the alien invaders who appear to him as junk food items like bouncing <laughs> cookies and donuts. And what Captain Novalin has to do is he has to eat healthy meals to keep his blood glucose within a safe zone. <laughs> now, um, the character can die if his glucose le- blood glu- glucose level goes too high or low. Does he lose a foot um, first? And then on top of that, players can earn bonus points by correctly answering questions that relate to diabetes. Oh, I forgot about that part. <laughs> no, no, I never got far. In addition... Um, the game actually has a feature where um, a diabetic player can specify the frequency of their real-life insulin injections. So it was 100% completely made with diabetic kids in mind. However, just the whole concept of that, I think, qualified for this week's Wacky Retro Game. So Captain Novalin is your this week's superhero Wacky Retro Game. All right, and we're going to... Uh... We're going to touch on a subject here that I think can be... Well, before we, before, before oh. we touch on that, though, okay. before we touch on that, I know I just talked about that uh, a wacky retro game, but I just wanted to give a shout-out to um, our, our, our favorite listener and diabetic, um, <laughs> Fra- Frankie. Our um, own so Captain Novelin. Our own Captain Novelin. Now, Frank, I hope Frankie is listening because what I want him to do is I want to give him some homework, and I want him to develop... <laughs> a Captain Novelin costume that he can wear for Halloween this year. I was just in my head. I'm like, he better go to Comic-Con now as Captain Novelin. That would be awesome because nobody would understand what it is except him. Actually, he won't <laughs> even understand what it is. Well, no, he'll, he'll understand that because he listens to our podcast, so he's going to hear this this week. I love you, Frankie. Don't worry. Love you, Frankie. Love you, Captain Novelin. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, well, we're going to... Uh... I think we have to. I think it's time. Wait, where episode? What is this? Episode 58, 59? Yeah, something like that. We're 58. Episode 58. Yeah. So there is a topic that we've been. Um, we've broached a couple of times, but I think maybe because talking about the Retron, which kind of sort of falls, not mine, but kind of sort of falls in this realm. Um, 
emulators. And emulators are really, they've been around forever, but I feel like as of late, they've really been picking up steam because people have been modding, turning it, well, I guess emulator modding, same thing, have been modding these NES classics to load up the entire NES library. Well, yeah, and I think that was one of the main reasons why the NES Classic, was, uh, the production of it, was halted. I don't think it was ever. I don't think it was necessarily Nintendo saying, "Oh, we 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 were only planning a limited run and everything like that." I think once the word got out that people were able to mod these things easily, and I mean super easily, like super easy. Like I saw stuff online where people are like, "Oh, I have all 800 NES games on my NES Classic now," and it's and like done in like ten minutes. Yeah, and it just takes a few minutes. So um, I think that was the main one of the main reasons why they stopped. They halted production because you know. They, yeah. they, the whole point was they were trying to make money selling 30 games, not 800. Yeah, true. Uh, but emulators are around, and let's let's make it official first. Let's let's our stand on emulators. Uh, we as the retro gamers, we love that old school gaming, but we love not only the collecting of the cartridges and the systems, but there's just something about playing it. And I, even I can compare it to the Virtual Console, which is a legal emulator, but I like I have Super Mario Brothers on like 19 different versions, most of which are virtual consoles. But now with this Retron, I've been playing it off the cart. Yep. No, I'm I'm with you on that. I mean, there's there's a reason why the you know the area behind my television is a complete fire hazard because <laughs> um, because I love playing my old consoles. I mean. Um, you know, emulators have been around for a while. I mean, I mean, I don't remember the first system that was able to be modded. I think I go back to maybe I want to say it's like the Xbox. I think so. I think the Xbox was the first one that like ever got modded where people were able to like, yeah. you know, put emulated games on it. But because it was the first uh, one with a hard drive. Right. But be that as it may, it's like, you know, yeah, the whole point about right, and and, and um, to be honest, though, retro gaming has only really started to, I think, become a thing in the U.S., over the last like few years, we talked about that a few know? weeks ago. Yeah, we talked about that a few weeks ago. So, but the, and when I say um, when I say the last few years, I'm talking about people actually going out and buying the original games. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it's just it's just becoming a thing now, and that's probably you know, and I, I say it's because you know our generation now is at that point in time where it's like we played all these games as kids, you know, and they were all new and exciting and everything like that. We're older now. Um, we have money to burn <laughs> um, and uh, no, and you know, and it's just a nostalgia effect. So, sure. you know, and we're starting to respect the aspect of the original gaming consoles and cartridges, which is why we're, you know, we're all, mm-hmm. you know, people our age are starting to retro game so much. Um, emulators are always like the easy shortcut version to doing that. Um, and the cheaper version to doing that. Oh, absolutely. Um, but yeah, but but to your point, I mean, there's there's nothing better. I'm sorry, there's nothing better. Like I said yesterday, my cousin was laughing at me because I was struggling to get a cartridge to work, and he's like, "You need to buy something, a new system." And I'm like, "No." I was like, <laughs> "I want to play it on my original system with my original cartridge." I'm like, "I will sit here and do the work to get this thing to work so that I can play it on my two my my TV that I bought like two years ago that this system has no right to be hooked up." To. <laughs> this system never knew what it was. The and and you know that that makes a very good point. Like with the Retron, like my Retron, that's why I feel like that's a good substitute for the NES because it plays off the cartridge. Um, but then you have like the prior Retron, the Retron Five, which what that that's a little different. That doesn't play. There's only let me back up for a second. There's only two 
Nintendo systems, quote-unquote, I'll call them, that play from the cartridge like the original Nintendo did. That's this Hyperkin Retron and the, uh, um, I'm going to remember it in a second, AVS, that's what it's called. Uh, AVS, uh, Retro USB puts it out. Uh, it's $185, so no offense to ah. Retro USB, uh, but you're probably better off with the Hyperkin. Uh, uh, I would say uh, $185, $40. Nothing big. <laughs> the, um, so, so those are the only two that really play off the cartridge. Where, like, the Retron 5, what it does is it takes – you put the cartridge in. You have to put the cartridge in, but then it, it rips the, uh, the, the, the ROM from it and then stores it. So it's like playing an emulator, but, see, le- legally speaking – to play a game on an emulator, you are allowed to own an emulated game if you have the cartridge for it. And that's Correct. what Retron 5 did. Obviously, you own the cartridge because you're putting it into the system, and then it just rips it, and then it plays off almost like the memory card. Uh, but with like the, the, the NES Classic, and uh, I remember... I think I remember back in the day, a lot of people had the first emulator system I remember people playing like in college. I think it was called Nesticle. Nesticle for NES games. Yep, yep. Because NES was the one that really got emulated. Not not even like Super Nintendo. I just remember it being Nintendo. Well, no, you know what's funny? I think the first one I remember somebody somebody playing was called MAME because it emulated arcade games that you could not buy buy on a console. I think that's still going today. Is it? MAME, yeah. Wow. That's cool because I remember, like, I remember, like, hanging out with a friend who will remain nameless for <laughs> legal reasons. Um, but went over to his house and we play. Um, I wound up playing um, the uh, X Men arcade game. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and I, you know, I loved that game. And as soon as that, as soon as that was released on Xbox Live, I downloaded that like the first <laughs> yes. day. Yeah. Um, love that game, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but uh, Mame was the first one that I I remember encountering. But yeah. they became so like they became so popular and so um, so big. Um, but of course, you know, you always got to deal with the legal issues with that. Yeah, and and look, I, I get it. You know, I, I know you know people aren't really knocking down the doors. Uh, you know, there's not this huge FBI um, uh, crackdown on it. But still, it's just the the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You're better with this. Um, the not talking about the moral yeah there you go thank you moral yeah. issue that part of it yeah um well but... pe- people aren't as moral as we are larry <laughs> this is true and well, be, well not as moral uh, as you and, and i was just gonna say let me rephrase that people aren't as moral as you what well <laughs> my, my morality has been my morality has taken a dip since catholic school oh well if you listen to the better half you'll know what's going on with me oh uh, i'm afraid to ask so and and again anyway. i it, it ultimately for me Emulators ultimately goes back to the original feel of the gameplay, the original, you know, having to almost it's weird having to get up, put the cartridge in, go back to the seat, start playing, you know, having that 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 physical, tangible item in front of you. Plus, also, I can't I hate playing on the PC or the Mac and the controllers just aren't. I mean, yes, they have like NES, USB controllers, Super Nintendo. 
Check out Macy's Cyber Monday specials now while supplies last for great savings on holiday gift ideas like designer names you know they'll love. Now 40 to 60% off. And women's boots and shoes to finish the look 50 to 60% off. And upgrade your bedroom for cooler nights with cozy flannel bedding quilts and accessories from Martha Stewart Collection. Now 65% off. Plus, Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Check out Macy's Cyber Monday specials now while supplies last for great savings on holiday gift ideas like designer names you know they'll love. Now 40 to 60% off. And women's boots and shoes to finish the look 50 to 60% off. And upgrade your bedroom for cooler nights with cozy flannel bedding quilts and accessories from Martha Stewart Collection. Now 65% off. Plus, Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. No USB controllers, but even before those, when you just had like regular controllers for the for the computer, I just couldn't play those with an emulator. Even now, usually I feel weird playing an NES game with like the Wii remote. Thank God the NES Classics uh, controller plugs into the Wii, and you can use it to play Virtual Console NES games. Oh, that's cool. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's why I'm looking forward to this. If I can get my hands on the Super NES Classic, that controller should also work with. The Virtual Console with Super Nintendo games. Well, don't worry. If you ever come visit me, I'll let you play mine. Oh, well, it does come with two controllers. Maybe I'll buy one off you. Well, that, maybe for a price. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, with emulators. And, you know, we know people with emulators. Um, a roommate of mine had had has well, uh, a whole Xbox you were talking about full of emulators. Oh, uh, the modded Xbox, yeah. yeah. Uh, I've seen them, you know, raffled off. The Wii's been modded. Uh, I actually heard the Wii's been modded successfully. I, uh, I I have a friend who's uh, who has a modded Wii. Yeah. The... Um, but here's my question, and it goes back to what you're talking about with the retrons and stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, do, I I have to assume those companies like got the right to create these consoles from you know Nintendo. Oh. Because if you know what I mean, because if and Sega and whatnot, because if they haven't, like you, they would they wouldn't be up for sale. Here's the thing. I think I mentioned it before. What happens is. Especially, I can speak especially for Nintendo, and I think it's the same thing for the other ones. Though maybe not so much for the Genesis, because we've seen the Genesis come out with the At Games Genesis that yep. takes cartridges. So I'm sure that Sega's working with them. But Nintendo, like the patent, it's all about the patents. The patent yeah. ran out on the NES. Nintendo never reclaimed the patent on the original Nintendo Entertainment System. So, so you're basically, so you're basically saying we could make our own absolutely Retron and sell it. Absolutely, because once that patent runs out, it's fair game. Larry, just imagine that. The Retro Gamers console. <laughs> I think we're better off teaming up with Hyperkin just to get a little little scratch off of it. Well, no, I would want the Retro Gamers game then. Oh, oh my God. Can you imagine what that you would know, be like? You know, you're, you're the princess taken prisoner, and I have to save the day. What? I think, <laughs> yeah, we, need, yeah. I think we need to go over the outline on that. Nope, I, nope. Concepts are already locked in. I'm trademarking <laughs> it now. <laughs> we have... <laughs> <laughs> that's a quicker trademark than anything else we've done. <laughs> so, but, um, but all right. So, so because the patent ran out, they can. Well, what's interesting though is that I I can't imagine these companies letting patents run out on this, especially Nintendo of all the companies in the world. Like, I would not expect Nintendo to let a patent um, expire. I mean, how much is it? I know they're a big giant conglomerate, but I guess the price of a patent versus versus plus when it ran out. They probably figured, who cares? 
Uh, apparently, well, I mean, I so. guess, but you know, and I maybe mean, it'll go because, back because they're still. You know what it is too, and this is probably where it makes sense. They're not making exactly. These original I was systems just going to say that. Yeah, they're not making these systems anymore, so they're not making any money. Like, if anybody buys an NES console, they don't get a dime of it. So no. I guess it doesn't necessarily matter. If anything, and maybe this is the smart, maybe this is the answer. People who are buying these retro consoles will now go out and buy the original games. So it just keeps that's them, the thing keeps them in Nintendo's pocket. In Ex- a way. Exactly. Well, I mean, I'm, I don't. Well, well no. Po- well, hold no, on. They, they, Nope, they, they don't can't get money. From yeah, exactly, so. because that's all being sold to flea markets and stuff. So yeah. it's really, and I don't even think like the original, the original companies with these games probably don't even half of them don't even exist anymore. So yeah, well, and you know yeah, what? Yeah, that's a good point. Let me ask you about that. So let me ask you this. So from the legality point of view, if you own the cartridge, you can play the emulator. I don't know the Correct. the theory behind it, but that's the case. So with these companies that are gone or just don't no longer exist technically could you play those emulators without any worry and i know yes look we know like i said the cops aren't breaking down the door but still it's just you know it's well, no, I mean, a thought no, we're, we're, yeah i know i mean emulator legalities have been a big question for years now i mean i mean you go back to i mean and it goes beyond video games i mean i think napster was probably the first biggest one to deal with you know the legalities <laughs> of this stuff friend of mine uh, from napster a friend of mine got an email from dr dre saying stop downloading my music are you serious that is the god honest truth that's awesome <laughs> but you know i mean obviously the difference with music is that like they always hold the rights in perpetuity so mm-hmm. but um um, but what, uh, or at least for what, as long as they keep renewing it. But, um, what I was saying was, what was I saying? Um, uh, what, I, what, I, what I was saying <laughs> what was, happened what, these, was. Uh, what, what, what happened was, no, I'm, I'm literally lost my train of thought as we were talking about this. Cause you threw me off with Dr. Dre. Um, <laughs> that tends to happen. Well, you know, God damn you, Dr. Dre, <laughs> um, foiled again. Um, so yeah, Napster legal. Yeah. Like with all of these old um, talking about companies that are um, out of business, the, the companies that are out, yeah, yeah the companies that are. Well, see who it it would be the company that would come after you. So, I mean, I would think that it would be okay to play those because the company is no longer in existence. However, in a lot of instances, when those companies went under, they usually would sell the rights mm-hmm. and their inventory to another company. So yeah, then you, that's what it, I'm thinking. Basically. It's the the short answer for me is it's too much of a headache because you would have to do the research to figure out okay this company went under who bought them who's got Mm -hmm. the rights to the games are they still active Um, and then you know the minute you find out that somebody else owns it you can't play it yeah true I mean it's that simple so I would just go out on a limb and say the answer is no Um, if a if a developer or a publisher went out of business no you do not have the right to play the emulator Mm -hmm. the emulated game because somebody else owns it. True. I agree with that. Um, but otherwise, like, otherwise, we're missing a gold mine here. Um, we should be going out and just, you know, copywriting all these games that belong <laughs> to companies that went under. And now someone right. else will probably go and do that. No, you're right. You're exactly right. Uh, Frank, Frankie's doing it as we speak. That's it. He, he, he's and he's we're not going to see dime one from it. Damn you, Captain Novelin. <laughs> <laughs> 
So yeah, emulators, and it's funny too because I feel even with the virtual console, yes, I have the games, but it has not stopped me from going out and buying the cartridges. So you made a point earlier. Hopefully, even with the emulators or even with these systems, the the Hyperkins, the Retrons, the AVS or whatever it was, uh, and Hyperkins really the only system short of at games. Uh, the only company that I know of that's putting out these types of systems. Well, exactly. well we're going to have Polymega coming out. Yep. And and to be honest with you, I mean, at games is not exactly the best option for your retro game shopping. It, they're just not. I mean, I bought one. True. I bought the handheld uh, Genesis one because, you know, I was traveling back and forth to Japan a lot. And I was like, oh, was, and this was before the Switch came out. Yeah. So I bought that. So at least I had something to do on the plane. It's, it wasn't that fun. <laughs> yeah, no, and, and and most of the games don't even work anyway uh, on the at games Genesis. Yeah, so it, it yeah it definitely wasn't the the best. And then of course, you know they were trying to they were trying to pounce on the whole NES Classic fever by coming out with all these you know oh these brand new at game you know the Sega mm-hmm. Genesis flashback which were exactly the same flashback game consoles they had on the market. Yeah. Before. Yeah, when we talked about it, we were like, wait, like we realized while we were talking, this is the exact yeah. same thing that they put out before. But, uh, you know, this this does bring up something else for me, um, not, and it's not emulator related, but uh, I'm curious to see the Atari box has been quiet. So we oh, to, yeah, think, that's right. I forgot about Yeah, we need that. to find out what's going on with hmm. them. Um, but anyway, um, so yeah, emulators. Um, modded systems. Gen- yeah, modded systems, all that stuff. Never been a fan. Um, will continue to not be a fan. Um, there's again, there's something about playing the old school games, and, and let's face it, um, I get it. It's quick, it's easy. It's like I have one, you know, you get one system with everything on it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you also don't have to deal with the clutter of having the original games in a library <laughs> somewhere. But, but at the same time, it's like, I think for the majority of people, they'll get those modded systems. How many of those games will they actually play? Agree. You know, you are absolutely right on that. It's like, absolutely. oh, I have, I have two thousand games on my Xbox. It would probably take me two hours to decide on what game to play, and then I'm going to wind up playing one of the games I've always played before anyway. <laughs> so I'd rather just have the cartridge. <laughs> and 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 I mentioned it earlier. There's just that that little itty bitty something something that I, I would be like, it's not the system. It's not, you know what yeah, I mean? It's, it's not, just not yeah, it. it. Feel, it does, yeah, it just doesn't. It doesn't, doesn't feel, feel right. So. Right. Um, but you know? I I suggest to go out. I'm going to preach to the end of time now. I'm a firm believer with the Retrons and the Hyperkin. So definitely check those out. Don't get me wrong. It'd be sweet to have all those games in one little unit, you know? Uh, But even if I was a person to want to go out and mod my NES Classic, I would be so petrified of breaking it and not being able to get another one. That alone would stop me from modding my NES Classic. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely not in the mood five hundred dollars for a replacement <laughs> so I'll basically just call frankie up and get the other one back that i gave him <laughs> i'll give him I, a refund I'll be... <laughs> so to emulate or not to emulate that's the question let us know your thoughts at facebook.com slash retro gamers podcast let us know what you think about emulators and um you know we'll uh maybe we'll we'll follow up one day with viewer or 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 listener uh comments and you'll yep. we'll respond to your comments. You do know that Nintendo um, has uh, just one last thought on this. Um, there's 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 one thing Nintendo never has to worry about when it comes to emulators. It is virtually impossible 
to emulate anything Virtual Boy. Not cool. All right, so we're back for another installment of Cheat of the Week. Need to get like what a, is this week's Cheat of the like Week, Larry? Swiping sound to come in. Cheat of the Week is Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, or even Punch-Out later on. Uh, everyone knows about the Mike Tyson code, how to go straight to Mike Tyson. Um, the, the input code is pretty much like a phone number. I don't know if you ever noticed that you know, when you first played Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, but it's 10 digits. And if you put in the following code, 800-422-2602, first of all, that number is going to sound familiar. That's Nintendo's old customer service number. I was just about to say that reminds me of the Nintendo hotline. Exactly, and which they brought back for a weekend when they released the NES Classic. Correct. They brought back that phone number. If you type in that number into the code for Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, you get a busy signal. Are you serious? Uh, yep. <laughs> and that's, you know, is it a code? Is it a cheat? It's a nuance, but it's something pretty cool. Uh, Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, again, 800-422-2602. When I tried it, when I tested it, I panicked a little bit because I thought it froze up the game, but it stops after a few seconds. <laughs> so uh, check it out. It's just something fun. That's just Absolutely. And uh, so that's our kind of sort of cheat of the week. All right, Larry, here we go. So <laughs> normally, you know, we, we go back and forth between um, retro spotlight, retro reject, you know, mm-hmm. because all depends on the mood I'm in. Uh, <laughs> I love that. It does. You know, I yeah, really you know, love it's that. Like, it's a, it's a, it's like this 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 is my version of being bipolar, okay? It's retro bipolar, <laughs> um, retro bipolar. So this week, um, I thought, um, considering uh, I'm I'm tired and there are fires all around my neighborhood <laughs> and stuff going on, that uh, this might be a good time to do a retro reach. Uh, you, you may be a little a little moody, okay? Just I was just, I, yeah, just a little moody. You know, it's my time of the month. Fair enough, <laughs> but it's okay. We'll get through it. We're all in this together. Um, yeah. Um, so, uh, and since uh, our, uh, we haven't talked about it a lot uh, on this podcast, but we'll point it out. Since it's the first week of September, we're um, we're doing superhero games for our live streams. Yes. Um, I believe you're up first, right? Uh, this yes. This coming Wednesday, and I'll let the cat out of the bag. I am playing Batman on the original NES because I got the Hyperkin to work. Very so, nice. Yes. Very very nice. Yeah. Uh, that, great game. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So. Um, so, and then, uh, I don't know which week I'm up, uh, but, uh, it definitely won't be this one, uh, <laughs> but, uh, and I haven't decided which, uh, game I was going to do, but I wanted and to And we're do, doing uh, it in conjunction with Josh from Victims and Villains, and I don't know if Brandon right. from the PS Midnight Cast will hop in on as well, but, uh, yeah, that's who we're doing it with. Yes. So, uh, yeah, which is always great. Um, Josh is awesome and, uh. You know, we love our crossovers and uh, helping each other out. So, uh, mm-hmm. and plus, I think we're I think we're turning him into a gamer. I think we are, and he's not going to like that in like a year from now when he spent all that money on games. I was, well, I was just going to say his pockets not going to. But anyway, so this week I wanted to do a retro reject. I wanted to I, I wanted to do something in theme with our live streams, which would be Superhero September. Okay. Um, and I thought if I'm going to talk about a crappy. Um, superhero video game. Ooh, you have a lot to choose from. There are a lot to choose from, but why not start with what is considered the crappiest superhero video game of all time? Can I guess so, the superhero? Uh, you can. It's going to be easy. Because his games have been notoriously terrible, and I'm going to go with Superman. You are correct. Ah, nice. So, this week's Retro Reject is none other than 
Superman sixty four. Oh, oh, the worst. Because where where else are you where else are you going to start? The stinker of all stinkers. It really is. So let's jump into this. All, all right. right. Uh, so Superman sixty four was Actually, developed. Josh is going to like this because he's been he's been wanting to play Superman, even though we keep telling him no. He's been wanting to play Superman sixty four. All right. So Josh, this is your last warning. <laughs> Avoid at all costs. Uh, and you're about to hear why. Go on now. <laughs> Superman 64 was developed and published by Titus Software. Okay. Um, I don't know who they are. Yeah, no. um, it was only released on the N64, thankfully. <laughs> um, it, um, release date was May 31st, 1999 in the U.S., July 23rd, 1999 in Europe. And I guess the game was so crappy it never made its way to Japan. <laughs> Japan knew enough. So there's your first warning. If a game is not sent to Japan, does not come out in Japan, there's a problem. <laughs> because we've, uh, over the course of you know our our podcast, we've talked about many very strange games that came out in Japan. Oh, have you no and doubt? They, and they opted not to have Superman 64. Just gonna leave that there. Okay. <laughs> So the game itself was based off of the television series, Superman the Animated Series. Which was a great which show. The, which was a really good show. You know, at the time, like, Batman the Animated Series was uh, a solid series. Oh, and then, one of the best and then, ever. Yeah, one of the best. And then, you know, they did a similar one with Superman, which was really good. And so they based it off of that series. Um, this was also the first Superman game to be in 3D. Okay. So, you know, so there was there was a lot to be excited about. Because, you know, you're actually going to get to be Superman in 3D. Like, do what Superman does. Fly around, all this stuff. <laughs> be super. Right, and be super. So, in the game, the concept of the game, Superman has to rescue his friends from Lex Luthor, who's trapped them in a virtual version of Metropolis. <laughs> so, so basically, basically, it you know, to equate it, it's like being trapped in a virtual boy. Someplace <laughs> nobody wants to be. Oh, my God. And so Superman has to go. Very so good. Superman has to go rescue his friends from Virtual Metropolis. Okay, mm -hmm. there are fourteen levels in the game. Oh my God! Although, really? Although, well, yeah. Well, nobody really knows this because you never. After level one, you don't want to go any further. <laughs> this is very true. So, right. So they have seven levels that are called ride levels, and seven levels that are called maze levels. The ride wow. levels are the ones that are outdoors in Metropolis, and you basically alternate between. Flying Superman through a series of colored rings <laughs> uh, to complete it, or, or, and completing a time objective. So, like prote protecting a civilian um, or defeating all the enemies or something. So, mm -hmm. um, but that's it. The the ring thing, though, it's like when you're flying through the rings, you get a time limit in between each ring. The time limit ranges from one to ten minutes, which shows you like how far. <laughs> the next ring could possibly be. Um, and then, of course, this makes total sense for a character like Superman. If you miss three rings or run out of time, you got to start all over again from the beginning. Oh, God. Because that's what Superman would do. He'd be like, oh, yeah, no, I missed that ring. Ran out of time. I guess I got to start over. He just falls out of the sky like a bird. Yes. So those were the ride levels. Oh, those the were the Oh, yeah, yeah. Those were the ride levels. The maze levels... Superman um, – what happens is Superman's uncovered one of his friends from uh, – within one of Luther's outposts. Mm -hmm. And then he has to escape the outpost and defeat a boss. So I didn't even know there were bosses in this game. Yeah. So it's like action-adventure and puzzle-solving combined. Mm -hmm. Now, why was this game so bad? 
So apparently, development of the game was <laughs> hampered by constraints from DC Comics and Warner Brothers. Really? They had they had a lot. Yes, they had a lot of oversight into the game. Um, and as a result of it, the game wound up looking unfinished and oh, poor. Sure does. <laughs> yeah. So, um, in fact, it was so bad. Um, Blue Sky Software wanted to redo the game for PlayStation, but um, as they were trying to as they were trying to do it, Titus's um, rights to the Superman license expired, so they canceled it. Oh so no. So this could have actually wound up on another system. Oh, thank God it wasn't. Yeah. So uh, so getting back to the Warner Brothers and DC thing. So in an interview in 2011, in an email interview um, <laughs> with um, somebody who worked on the game, mm-hmm. they basically said that um, DC Comics and Warner Brothers mandated a ton of, a ton of like, rules for the game design. Like they actually pointed out that um, – uh, they actually told Titus Software that they had to limit the use of Superman's powers in the game. What? And they had to set the game in a virtual world so that Superman wasn't fighting real people. <laughs> they didn't want the concept of Superman fighting real people in a real metropolis, which is why we got the virtual metropolis. Oh, my God. But basically, due to Warner Brothers in DC like constantly um, – making changes and mandating all these different things. The game's release was delayed by six months because of the approval process they had to go through. Wow. And less than 10% of the original design of the game was implemented in the final product. Really? So what you're seeing in the game was only 10% of what they actually made. Wow. Yep. That is what that explains so much. Which is crazy. So, um... Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year, automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. Uh, and this was a piece of information that I was actually um, – I had no uh, – I was surprised to read. And feel and it kind of makes me feel a little sad too because they actually used sound bites of the voice actors from the Superman animated series in the game. Like the actual voices from the show. Oh, yeah. I think I okay. – In the game. So – and we're talking about – and we're not talking about like no-name people. We're talking about Tim Daly as Superman – um, Dana Delaney as Lois Lane, yeah. Malcolm McDowell as Metallo, Michael Ironside as Darkseid. Like they had some serious heavy oh, absolutely. hitting absolutely. audio in this game in terms of the voice acting. Huh. Um, and then, of course, um, here's a, a, a little tidbit that's interesting about this. But despite how awful the game was re- uh, received, um, Superman was a top seller in North America during June of 1999 when it was released. I believe that because no one knew yet. They just saw yep. a game, a Superman game, yep. finally on N64. Let's go get it. And then a month later in July, um, Titus Software announced that Superman was the third best-selling game for the N64. Wow. As of July 19, you know, a month later. And the internet was out, so we should have known better. We definitely should have known better. Um, so 
award, uh, different types of awards that this game has received. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> yuck, yuck. <laughs> uh, uh, EGM, which is Electronic Gaming Monthly. That was a great uh, magazine. Listed at number seven in the 20 worst games <laughs> of all time. Okay. Um, it uh, let's see G four. Do you remember the channel G four? Oh yeah, Olivia Munn. Um, that's where she started. They yep. They had listed um, they had listed this game second in the top worst top ten worst games of the nineties. Wow, I wonder what number one N- was. Nintendo Power Magazine rated it the worst game on a Nintendo system. <laughs> period. <laughs> Period. It's the it's the only claim to fame that Virtual Boy can have what? because there's something worse than it. <laughs> and it so is where's Superman sixty four? Where's the hashtag Superman sucks? No, it's hashtag VB sucks. Right. <laughs> um, game trailers named it number one of the worst game of all the the, the worst. They named it the worst game of all time in okay. two thousand six. Just ahead of ET for Atari twenty six. Wow, that's, wow, that's the company that this thing keeps. That's rough. Um, the gamers edition of the Guinness World Records in two thousand nine. It was the lowest rated superhero game ever. I believe that. And when I when I and speaking of ratings, Electronic Gamers Monthly two out of ten. Whoa. Game Informer one point two five <laughs> out of ten. What? Game GameSpot one point three out of ten. IGN, 3.4 out of 10. What were you thinking? <laughs> uh, Nintendo Power, 4.7 out of 10. Oh. Really, I think they were trying to save face at that I point. think so. I think so. Um, N64 Magazine rated it at 14%. <laughs> and Game Revolution gave it a solid F. There you go. Um, let's see. What else can I tell you about this? Watch Mojo ranked it the worst superhero video game ever. Okay. Um, and I think we can stop right there. I think that's enough beating up on this thing. <laughs> that's, but anyway. that's all we can take. I'm feeling, I'm feeling lightheaded just going through yeah. this. No, I know. So anyway, like, and at the end of the day, you know what? Um, basically do not play this game. This, this, this is, I feel like, I feel like running this as a retro reject is more like a PSA <laughs> at this point. This is, this is a, this is a PSA for all of you retro gamers out there. If you ever have any inkling of buying or trying Superman 64, this this is your warning. You know, it's like the old Johnny Depp commercial with the egg. You know, <laughs> this is your brain. This is your brain on drugs. This is your brain on Superman 64. So, Josh, you have been warned by an official segment, an entire segment <laughs> of the Retro Gamers this week. So this has been your Retro Reject, Superman 64. All right, so we got another bumper here uh, for everyone. This is pretty interesting, actually. We're going to stick with Superman. You know, not everything Superman does is bad in the video game world. Uh, Superman has some good accolades. Accolades? No. Really? He does? Accolades? There we go. Yes. Uh, in fact, and I didn't think it was him. I thought it was someone else. Uh, but the first official superhero game ever licensed for a home console for video gaming is Superman on the Atari 2600 way back in 1979. And you know what's funny? I had that game. It was bad. <laughs> well, bad for so, 2017 so, or bad for 1979? No, I thought it was bad for 1979. <laughs> of course, I played it in the mid-80s. But oh, so okay. It was bad. It's really bad. So, yeah, Superman on the Atari 2600. I could have sworn Spider-Man was uh, the one to take that one, but no. I, I actually thought it was going to be... Sp- I thought it was Spider-Man also because I had that game as well, and I yeah. thought that came out 
Congress, but nope. Nope. So, uh, Superman, congratulations. You are the oldest superhero on a video game console. Atari 2600, 1979. That's this week's Retro Records. And this week in gaming! What do we got, bro? All right, Larry, I think we know what time it is based on that sound. Always, always. I wonder if we'll ever get to the point where that just becomes normal to us and we just don't even... We we just just walk past it. No, no, that will never be normal. (laughs) Joss has officially succeeded in making something completely abnormal for this segment forever. (laughs) Thanks. Thank you, Josh. I love it. (laughs) What do we got this week? All right, so this week we're going to start all the way back in 1981. Oh, okay. Um, and it, it in Japan, mm-hmm. it was the Game & Watch widescreen version. <laughs> These, one a week. This is going to become its own segment. I know. Game & Watch widescreen of Chef. Oh, that you know, that's actually a fun game. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah, that's a good um, one. But you know what? Uh, the, more, the more we do This Week in Gaming, the more I realize that there were a lot more Game & Watch games than i remember oh absolutely there's a ton of them you're right there's a ton of them and if you want to go buy one right now they're super expensive yeah so yes game and watch edition chef 1981 cool uh we're gonna skip over 1982 because nothing came out all right uh and go to 1983 and here's a good anniversary to keep so this is the 34th anniversary (laughs) on the famicom in japan of the original mario brothers really oh the original mario brothers Mario Brothers, I yes, not Super Mario Brothers, Mario Brothers. Okay, the, happy anniversary. Yeah, the one, yep, the one you don't like. No, not at all. The physics in it kill me. Yeah, it, I, I enjoyed it, though. <laughs> um, we're going to go through the 80s in Japan for the most part. <laughs> all um, righty. Because, yeah, apparently nothing came out in the U.S. Um, <laughs> so in 1984 this week on the Famicom, we got Galaxian. Oh, okay. Nice. Yep. Uh, jumping to 1985, also on the Famicom. I don't know this game. It's called Battle City. Nah, it doesn't sound familiar, Never but it sounds fun. It. Yeah, I, I hear Battle City, I think the Warriors or <laughs> Godzilla Mothra, I don't know, something <laughs> like that. But uh, Battle City, 1985. Okay. Um, 1986 on the Famicom, Super Pitfall. Ooh, that's a rough one. I never played Super Pitfall. I know Pitfall from Atari. I used but not to, Super Pitfall. I used to rent it often for some reason. I don't know why, because it was so terrible, but I definitely had my fair share of Super Pitfall. All right, um, fair enough. I, I never, I never played it. Okay, so now th- this, this is going to be fun. Uh, 1987 on the Famicom in Japan. No, oh. okay. <laughs> Good. Pause for effect. Pause. No, no, no. Let's not pause for effect. I'm just trying to read the word. Oh. It. The game is called The Magic of Sketzerzard or something like that. Yeah, I have okay. no idea how to say that word. S C H E H E R A Z A D E. Hmm. Mm, okay. Even the, all right, and that's not even the best one on the list because in because ni- in nineteen because in nineteen eighty eight. Oh, one year later, on the Sharp X sixty eight thousand. We got Toto Ryunosuke Tante Niki Kohakuro no Yugan. Wow, can you fit that all on on the box? That's what I'm trying to figure out on the box art. Well, you got to remember, if it's written in Japanese, it's it's shorter. <laughs> that is true. Uh, so Toto, so it's either about Wizard of Oz or eighties uh, band. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, that's what came out. On the it was about the rains in Africa. Yep, nineteen eighty nine. 
was uh, was a uh, a key moment in gaming for Brazil. Oh wow! Because in 1989, what the hell was that? Is that what they do? Like la 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 Brazil? La, la, la. I don't know. Rio de Janeiro? Don't, no, no, don't ever do that again. Um, <laughs> Charo. 19. 19- 1989 in Brazil, they got they got the Sega Master System. Wow, in '89, okay. Yeah, in '89, that, that was around the time the Genesis was coming out here. Yeah, so a little a little behind. Yeah, that's all right. End of the world. It's all right. It's okay. It's all good. We love you, Brazil. <laughs> in uh, 1990, on the TurboGrafx-16 in Japan, Legendary Axe Two. Oh, okay. To us is Golden Axe. Yes, great game awesome game in fact i just saw a video online of a company that was trying which remade oh yeah golden axe it's like a 3d you posted that yeah i posted it looks amazing yeah right i would play that in a heartbeat oh absolutely okay moving on to 1991 on the sharp x 68000 twofer nice we got draken why does that sound familiar i don't know okay is it is it related to Dokken, the 1980s hairband? <laughs> wow! Where'd you pull that one out of? Holy cow! I don't know. <laughs> Dokken. I don't know. Is Dokken Dragon? I don't know. Eh. Anyway, moving on. Uh, to 1992 uh, on DOS, we got Barracuda Secret Mission 1. Ooh, Barracuda. Okay. No, not related to that at all. No, heart? No. Okay. Um, all right, things are going to pick up a little bit now. 1993 on the Super Nintendo, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Tournament Fighters. That was actually a fun game. I enjoyed that. That game. was a good game, yeah. Usually, usually when it, when a series goes to a fighting series, it tends to trail off, like Castlevania. But uh, Turtles yeah. didn't do that. Turtles had, they did it successfully. Oh yeah, that reminds me. I bought that Castlevania Fighters game. I have to try it. <laughs> good luck. Or at least I think I did somewhere. Castlevania For Judgment. Yeah, uh, is that what it was? Yeah, I think yeah. I bought it for like a whopping two dollars and fifty cents. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yep. Uh, moving on to nineteen ninety four on the Neo Geo CD. Ooh. Fatal Fury one. Oh wow. Fatal Fatal Fury two. Oh. And Fatal Fury Special. Oh. oh Apparently nice. in ninety four this week in retro gaming history there was a whole bunch of Neo Geo games that came out. Oh, they just all released them it's in like one shot? Long, yeah, they just, they just released like a whole bunch in one <laughs> shot. <laughs> Why wait? Just send them all out to the market. Yeah, it's just like, here you go. Pay $200. <clears throat> goodbye. Dunsky. Uh, moving on to 1995. Okay. Uh, on the PlayStation. Okay. NBA Jam Tournament Edition. Oh, love NBA Jam. I just found I my... Never, I, was never a, I was never a big basketball fan, but NBA Jam was so much fun. It was just such that, that arcade... It was, all it was, just an arcade feel to it. Uh, I had it on Super Nintendo. Later on, I actually got it on Wii later on. It did oh. come out on PS3 as well, but I forgot it came out on... Uh, nice. So, cool. Well, moving on to 1996 in Japan, we got the arcade version of X-Men vs. Street Fighter. Oh, okay. I didn't realize it was that old. Oh, yeah, that game... But then I also have to remember that it it was actually a sequel to the, the X-Men Children of the Atom game. It was, yep. Because that was the first one to use that concept, and then they came out with X-Men Street Fighter. And it was it was a lot of fun. Amazing and then, of course, we got Mar- from there we got Marvel vs. Yep. Capcom. Yep. Just, I'm kind of interested in playing yeah. the new one, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Yeah, so am I, but uh, who has time? <laughs> Very true. I know I don't. <laughs> in, ni- in 1997, on Windows uh, in Japan, mm-hmm. Virtual Fighter 2. Okay. All right. Good. Good series. Yeah. Now, Virtual Fighter Two was the one that I always played in college because they had the arcade there. It was oh, awesome. Yeah. 
Yep. Uh, moving on to 1998 on the Sony PlayStation, Parasite Eve. Oh, that's such a good game. Yeah, I remember you You used yep. to play that one. Yep. God, I've right, jumping that forever. Yep. Jumping a year later now. on the Sony PlayStation, a game I made – one of the few games that I made it all the way to like almost the end and I stopped. <laughs> I don't know why. I got bored. But um, excellent game, 1999, Final Fantasy VIII. Ah, so good. I think the – I know. I think the problem was when I got to that point, it didn't live up to how – to me, the story didn't live up to the hype that Final Fantasy VII was, and I just stopped <laughs> and never went back, which was a shame because I was on disc four, I think, or three or whatever the last disc was. You know, it's funny you mentioned the final uh, – I don't know if it's still going on at the time this drops, but on the PS3, it looks like, like all the um, Final Fantasies that are available, the PlayStation versions, are on sale right now uh, where you can download them on the PS3. Wow, you can still do that on the PS3? Yeah, yeah, they're still open. You can still nice. download virtual console games for the Wii through the Wii U. Well, oh, not well, that I, you would, I no. can't right now. I have the black screen of but, death. But with your regular Wii, you should be able to hook up to the internet and uh, still still access and download uh, virtual console games. Because the Wii and, has better virtual console games. And I will do that as soon as I receive my 8-in-1 composite switcher that I just ordered on Amazon <laughs> while we were recording this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Moving on to 2000, on the Sega Dreamcast, we got NFL 2K1. Okay, yep, that was the, the 2K now, again, series was like, really good. The NFL 2K, the, the 2K series back then on the Sega Dreamcast were awesome. I had uh, oh, NHL and NFL. Yep. Um, and those were probably the only football games I really played on, like, um, yeah, those are the only football games I really played. I think played. the 2K series purely started on the Dreamcast. Um, I believe I believe you are correct. 2K series is, took off phenomenally. Yes, um, 2001 on the PlayStation 2, Dave Mira Freestyle BMX 2. Okay. Um, it was similar to the Tony Hawk Pro yeah. Skater series, but with bikes. There you go. Yay. <laughs> uh, 2002 on the Game Boy Advance. Larry, you tell me about this game. Mega Man Zero. Oh, I love that game. Mega Man Zero. It's based, actually, it's funny because I also now have on the DS, you get the compilation of all four Mega Man Zero games. It's nice. ba- Mega Man Zero de- actually debuted in one of the Mega Man, I think one of the Mega Man X games, if not oh. like Mega Man 8 or something like that. Um, but basically, it's it's a Mega Man game, but Zero, instead of using a gun, Zero has a sword. Oh, cool. That's really the difference in the gameplay. I think there's a couple other differences, but that's mostly it. Bless you. Wow. That came out of nowhere. Yeah, edit that out. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's All pretty right. much what it is. It's, it's Mega Man with a sword. Uh, moving on to 2003. Metal Warrior 4, Agents of Metal 4. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Metal Warrior 4, Agents of Metal. Okay. 4. four okay. The Commodore 64. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Agents... Wait, wait. I want to do this Metal one Metal Warrior 4. Metal Warrior 4. The number 4? The number four. Okay. Agents then, of Metal. Agents of Metal. Is it the same metal as the first metal? Like M-E-D-A-L or M-E-D-L-E? No, M-E-T-A-L. Okay, I misspelled both of those. Um, and then the second four, is that F-O-R, F-O-U-R, the number four? It's the number four. So it repeats itself. Okay, that's what I was checking. Okay. Yes, yes, the title repeats itself. It's Metal Warrior 4, Agents of Metal. <laughs> On top of Commodore 64. Uh, Commodore 64, yes. <laughs> Got all that. Can I move? I'm now going to move on. Okay. 2004. 
on Xbox, PlayStation 2, and Windows, we got Silent Hill 4, The Room. Ooh. Silent Hill, I played the first Silent Hill game. I never finished it, but I really liked it, but then didn't move on with the series. Uh, yeah, I don't, think the se- I don't think the sequels, I mean, they were popular, but they never really captured as good as that first one was. Yes. Uh, moving on to 2005, Xbox and PlayStation 2, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Lockdown. Okay, okay. Great series. Those are really popular games, yep. yep. And 2006, on Windows, my favorite game title of This Week in Gaming, Mr. Smoozles Goes Nutso. <laughs> Is that a Dr. Seuss game? No idea. But Mr. Smoozles, <laughs> Mr. Smoozles Goes Nutso on Windows, and that completes... This week in gaming. <laughs> oh, man. What a week it was. All right. Excellent. Good episode. Good week. Good stuff. And, uh, yeah, we got the superhero. I, I like your, your alliteration. Your love of alliteration really uh, continued there with Superhero September. It, it's Superhero September, everybody. So be on the lookout every Wednesday. I'm Like I mentioned earlier, I'm kicking it off with Batman on the NES this Wednesday. Yep. Uh, next, week, uh, next week I'll be able to re- uh, let everybody know what Nintendo says about my Wii U. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. Uh, also, I'll make probably sure... add to the further complaints that yes. I always have. Well, it's that's true. Uh, but uh, yeah. we're we're, uh, we're picking up steam. You know, check out check us out facebook dot com slash retro gamers podcast, Instagram at the underscore retro gamers, our website where you can access all the podcasts, theretrogamers.com. And of course, and you can you can follow us. Everyone can follow us on iTunes, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, YouTube. We're all over the place. We're like a bad That's rash. That's true. Oh, or if you want, just track us down in person. We're, we're easy to find. <laughs> yeah, because we will promote ourselves like no other. No, no, you, you will. Oh, I'm, absolutely. In a heartbeat. God, I love hearing I won't. Uh, I'll, just, I'll just ask how they found me because I've been in witness protection for years. <laughs> um, Ant, be safe. Be careful out there in L.A. Hope everything's safe and okay where you are or will be. Uh yeah, well I hope so too. There's a yeah the the fires are raging and uh, squadron of helicopters above your house. I'm, yep, I'm celebrating that by taking my cousin to Universal Studios. Good, today. there you go. That's how you do it. Just leave it behind. So, but uh, no, seriously, be safe. Well, if I, I left you it will behind, be... I would just go to Vegas. Well, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, be well, and uh, we'll catch each other next week. And uh, it's pretty much if you got anything else happening besides uh, heading to Universal. Um, no, but, well, no, we're going to Universal, and then, um, I don't know what we're doing tomorrow. We're doing something tomorrow. I can't, I can't think that far in advance. Uh, <laughs> I think we may hit up a Dodger game, and then he's oh, out, cool. he's, he's out on Tuesday. Okay. And then, oh, and then, uh, this week, um, my pot arrived from New York, so, uh, I will be picking oh. up all of my stuff from New York. Yes. Which, and inside that pod is an original Commodore 64. Very nice. excited about that. Nice. I'm going to have a Commodore 64 and, and nothing to hook it up to. Um, uh, and I'm also filming in my uh, place next weekend. So okay. I'm filming a short, filming a short film. Okay. So that Good should luck. be interesting. So lots to talk about next week that are not retro gaming related. Works for me. And with that, folks, Ant, have a good week. Everyone have a you good too. week. And check us out next week right here on The Retro Gamers. Check 
out Macy's Cyber Monday specials now while supplies last for great savings on holiday gift ideas like designer names you know they'll love. Now 40 to 60% off. And women's boots and shoes to finish the look 50 to 60% off. And upgrade your bedroom for cooler nights with cozy flannel bedding quilts and accessories from Martha Stewart Collection. Now 65% off. Plus, Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Check out Macy's Cyber Monday specials now while supplies last for great savings on holiday gift ideas like designer names you know they'll love. Now 40 to 60% off. And women's boots and shoes to finish the look 50 to 60% off. And upgrade your bedroom for cooler nights with cozy flannel bedding quilts and accessories from Martha Stewart Collection. Now 65% off. Plus, Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply.